Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to be back in God's house tonight. Praise the Lord. I just give God praise and glory for all things. He is worthy to be praised. Worthy to be praised. So uh, this evening, I want to be uh, speaking on uh, uh, speaking on something that's uh, relevant for uh, this time of year, uh, coming up on uh, Halloween and all. Uh, so a lot of people, a lot of people, like to be scared, get spooked, or feel that uh, adrenaline rush of a of, of a good ghost story or, or something of that nature. So uh, we're going to be speaking on this evening. Or my uh, uh, focus text is is going to be as soon as I find the paper scripture thing in Exodus. Exodus chapter fourteen verse ten. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter fourteen and verse ten. And it reads like this, and said, And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So that's our focus scripture this evening. Let's go to the Lord and pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this services this today. We thank you for your favor upon us. And Lord, as we try to minister your word, Lord, I ask that you just... Be be what I, be in me what I need to be that I get your word across. God, I trust in you and I believe in you and I believe in your word. And let it go forth as you would see fit in Jesus' name. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. All right, praise the Lord. So, uh, uh, like I uh, began saying, uh, going uh, speak on uh, something that. Uh, uh, it's good for some people and and a lot real bad for others. Uh, the, the title that uh, is going to be is "Keeping Your Mind on Jesus Will Eliminate Fear." Keeping your mind on Jesus will eliminate fear altogether. Praise the Lord. So with that, like I say, it's that time of year that people like to be scared, spooked, or frightened. And that's because uh, they like that adrenaline rush every now and then, as long as it's not a real threat. You know, a good ghost story around a warm campfire uh, that make you jump is always a little fun. I remembered uh, as I was writing my notes that Mama used to tell a story uh, about, a, um, I guess it's a man or boy named Alfred. Any of y'all remember that little goat stories? I remember, I think we had a fall outing one time, and she told it there um and so you know just a little fun ghost story you know some some little uh, some little ghost stories like that fear we don't mind you know it's harmless to us we're it's okay you know it's just a little short period and we don't want anything real scary uh but it but it can be a real and it can be a real threat and when it becomes a real threat it can change us and change how we think and cause us to worry and fear is uh described as an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, whether it's real or imagined. And a lot of what we fear is imagined because it's the unknown. You know, it's the unknown not knowing what's going to happen and what's going to take place. You know, it's our, it starts playing tricks on our minds, you know, the unknown of what's going on. So there's many different types of things you can be afraid of, you know. you give, uh, People have 
various fears of things that they're just afraid of that could be silly to somebody else, but it could, but it's a fear that's relevant to them. Uh, I think of our dog, Lovey. She is full of phobias, full of phobias and fears. Uh, one big one is um, thunderstorms, and it's so bad that we have to have what's called a thunder jacket. And maybe you have an animal that you have to have a thunder jacket <laughs> for. We do. Uh, and I can, sp I can talk about her because she's not with us tonight. She's at home. But uh, she is so, she gets so just scared and shakes violently. That thunder jacket wrapped around her gives her comfort, gives her a little bit of peace of mind at ease. You know, so that's one thing that helps her calm down. But she has a fear of thunderstorms. If the thunder just starts crashing and going, going all crazy, she's going to be turning tail and running until we can get that on her. Then she kind of calms down. And she has a whole host of other things, too. Don't give bubble wrap around her. You know, you pop. All it takes is one little pop of a bubble wrap, and and she'll go running. You, you can just pull it out, you know, and, and she hears it and she knows. So, but anyway, you know, th there's a many different fears that we have. And we find ourselves in a situation where we become overwhelmed with a fear. And it, uh, when it sets in and uh, our anxiety over the situation, we'll begin to probably make decisions that we would, wouldn't otherwise have made because of that fear, because of that anxiety and worry, because we're focusing on what's bothering us or fearing or that we're scared of instead of maybe focusing on Jesus. You know, instead of focusing on him and keeping our mind on him, we're more focused on the situation at hand, so that clouds our judgment and clouds our thinking. So, uh, thinking on the thinking on these things, I'm I'm taken back and reminded of the the Israelites and how they feared uh, because of uh, the the Pharaoh's army that come after them. We know when they were led out of Egypt, and and they had traveled, and God led the way. Uh, they come to the encampment next to the sea and they were there and as pharaoh's army started to gather around they began to fear and moses had to constantly tell them to keep their to keep their mind on god uh god had already showed them that he would show them the way if they just look at him look toward him and i want to read exodus 13 verses 21 and 22 because it's that's important to knowing how uh, that they were led by God. And it says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. And that's so important. God, did, He did not take away that pillar of cloud that they were to follow by day or that pillar of cloud that they were to follow uh, by nighttime. He did not take that away from them. They, he was there the whole time, day and night. They kept their eyes to him. That was their direction. That was the, the purpose of that was them focusing. That was their travel. They were following the Lord in that manner. God was there all the time guiding them in the way they should go. And all they had to do was follow him. And uh, so... But but even even with that, and as they were camped there, and they saw Pharaoh's army coming, that uh, they still began to get scared they, because they began to focus more on Pharaoh's army being uh, encamped around them than what they were that God was there the whole time. 
So that then they, they began to, to complain to Moses and tell him that they would be better off to have stayed in Egypt. They'd been better off to stay there and didn't and should not have even left because it, they would have rather had been slaves there in Egypt than where they were where they were taken to. And that's what I want to read in Exodus uh, chapter 14, beginning at verse 10, uh, going off of uh, the first uh, verse that I read. It said, And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, so they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Because they there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have, you, why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness? So there's their fear speaking out to Moses and uh, explaining to him they'd better off been slaves. They would rather. Can you imagine that, that they were so afraid of most likely dying and being killed or being taken captive again, but they're still talking about wanting to be, they had preferred to be slaves. Really, are you that scared? You prefer to be a slave and to serve serve them? I don't think so. And, this, and that wasn't God's plan. And Moses, in verse 13, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Glory to the name of the Lord. The, the Lord will fight for you and, shall hold, and, and you shall hold your peace. Praise the name of the Lord. In verse, this, this is one that gives me right here in verse 15. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. So I'm thinking that, that God was saying, Why are you crying to me? I've been here all along. I led you this far. You had the, cloud, the, cloud, the pillar of cloud by day, but the cloud of fire by night. I've never went nowhere. Y'all have turned your eyes away from me, not me from you. Tell the people to go forward. Why are they crying? You're looking at your circumstance instead of looking to me. You're looking at the Pharaoh's army on one side and the sea on the other and getting all scared and shaky and quivering and worrying too much about that. Then you are worrying about, okay, Moses, you led us this far by God. We trust in you and God. What, where are we going to go now? Lead us on now. We're following now. They didn't do that. They got scared. And that fear is what's so dangerous because that changed their attitude. It changed their minds. And tonight, I've, you know, I wonder, do you feel sometimes like the children of Israel, like there's no way out of your dilemma? You believe in God. You trust in God. He takes you places. But all of a sudden, something happens and fear comes in. And the next thing you know, the fear of your situation has control of you. Your fear of your situation has got you all balled up. Fear can cause you to stay quiet sometimes when you should speak up. Fear will keep your tongue held back on you when you know you should speak up and say something. Fear can do that to you. For uh, Fear just makes you want to roll up into a ball and hide, hide from your problems. But God is there for you in every way. Don't let fear bring you down. Let God bring you up. Because God will always bring you up and lead you in the right, right way. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to his name. If you focus on him and stay focused on him, 
he will definitely lead you in the right way. If if you want a if you want a secret place to run to and hide, I'll give you one. And it's called the abiding abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. And this is found in Psalms 91 that I want to read to you this evening. Psalms 91, 1 through 6, abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. This will help take care of some fears. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, under, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Now li- listen to this in verse 5. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. God is always there for you. He is going to be your shelter. He's going to be your guide. You do not have to fear at all. God will always direct you and keep you safe and keep you protected. You always have that. It's abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. It is so very important to keep our eyes and our, our mind and our focus on Him and each and, each and every day. Uh, Peter had to learn this the hard way. It's a, uh, it's a really good example of fear and we, I want to read that passage of where it talks about in the New Testament where Jesus walks on the water, and we all know the, the Scripture very well. In Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 22. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, and according to Roman systems of night watches, this would have been around 3 to 6 a.m., the fourth watch of the night. So uh, somewhere between 3 to 6 a.m., Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And here's where Peter comes in. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. So right there, it shows you where he took his mind and his eyes off of Jesus that he was literally looking at, by the way. He was, li- he was literally looking at Jesus, and he took his mind and his eyes off of him, noticed the wind around him being so boisterous and just the ship tossing and going all crazy. His mind be- turned away, so fear set in. It, it, it gave him doubt, scared him to death, and he began to sink. Right then and there, he began to sink. And, of course, there was Jesus in verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? <laughs> I get tickled with that. 
I'm, I almost think, you know, Jesus could have had a sense of humor and said, good Lord. <laughs> good, good Lord, you, you're looking right, right at me, watching me, and, and you're, not, you're going to get scared over some wind like this now, and here i got to lay my hand down and pull you back up. And I'll make, you know, because you know, you know how, you know, it, it worked. A lot of times, you know, men love to cut up one another and, you know, cut or cut down one another. <laughs> you know, just all the time tell jokes on your stuff. And I just imagine Jesus almost saying something silly to him like, really? Really, Peter? God, golly, I can't believe you get so scared. I'm right here. I'm right here. But, but, but check this out now in verse, in verse 32. It says, and when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Praise the name. And that, and that's, that was one thing that, it, that really showed them that they truly he was the Son of God and they can trust and believe in him. But Peter had to learn the hard way. Peter had to get a real good scare, you know, and because he spoke and said, If it is you, Lord, let me come to you. And God showed him, Oh, it's me. I'm, I'm here. Come to me. But he, he took his focus off of Jesus and put it on that wind and the storm that was immediately around him, and it just scared him to death. <laughs> so he had, to, he had to learn the hard way. So we always need to focus on Jesus each day, or else fear will attempt to bring us down. That fear will definitely attempt to bring you down. Uh, an, in, an interesting uh, point I thought uh, when I was doing my study, I remember this morning that pastor said that uh, it is possible for us to be like Jesus. And at that moment when Peter was on the water walking, he was like Jesus while, at that very moment when he was walking. So it, that shows that that is very true, that we can strive to be like Christ. We can strive to be like him if we don't have all that fear. Fear not is used a lot in the Bible. Uh, I Googled it. I wanted to get a direct answer, but I could not. Uh, so some believe it is to be used 365 times. It is used so much, though, that God, it, it is used so much because God knows how much fear it, uh, that is affected by us, and that fear can turn us away from him if we're not careful. Uh, it is mentioned a whole lot. I say it was contrary because there were some that says 365, some doubted that. And, of course, you know, I didn't go through and specifically count each time in the Bible myself. But it is, it is mentioned so much that God knows that fear gets a grip on his people. He knows it's very much, very much so true that it gets a, a grip on his people. But there is a, a good example uh, that come to mind uh, about Daniel. And if you have that picture of, available, this, this was very interesting to me. Uh, a picture of Daniel here in the lion's den. You see, looking around, there's one, took a couple of them up, a couple laying down. There's some bones there that let you know they've already had a good feast <laughs> once before. And but you notice Daniel, he's looking up to the light, and I be, and I believe as he's looking up to to God, and, and he's you know you remember Daniel that he prayed three times a day. It didn't matter the decree that come down from uh, King Darius. Uh, that for the 30-day period, you know, uh, that he was not to, to be prayed to any other god or man. Uh, but Daniel, he continued to pray, and he got thrown in a lion's den. But, you know, it, that right there shows he wasn't feared of the, of the lions. He had 100% trust and faith in God Almighty. He was not, he was not worried uh, about uh, the lions around him. He, he didn't pay attention to them. So, uh, 
Daniel was not focused on the lions in the lion's den that surrounded him. He chose to keep his mind on God and did not fear him. He kept praying, which led to God's action to keep him safe. Uh, that was like the bulletin this morning. Prayer leads to action. That's a that's a good, another good representative of that. That prayer leads to action, and Daniel had good prayer that led to God's action. So, uh, so this evening, church, as uh, Pastor makes his way back up to the uh, to the pan, to the piano, if we want to totally eliminate fear, we have to keep our mind on Jesus. We have to keep Him the focus of our daily life, so that when something happens to us, we automatically know that God's got this. You know, the, the phrase we like to use, God's got this, we automatically know that God's got every situation under control. If we always look to Him and keep Him focused in our minds and thoughts, God has this, and it will eliminate all fear because fear can grip you to the extent that it'll take, it can take you out. It can take you out. I praise, I praise the Lord this evening. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's serve.